0: 13 Av, Yud Gimel Av, Tzadik, His Conversations, 498. The Rebbe told people not to worry at all about trying to achieve total cleanliness as regards bowel movements. He said not to concern oneself with this at all. He quoted prominent doctors as saying it is better for physical health if one is a little constipated. This is in spite of the fact that earlier authorities were always saying it was necessary to be loose. Similarly, in all cases of illness, they always used to recommend opening the bowels, but later research has led to the opposite conclusion, that it is better for physical health if one is a little constipated, particularly in cases of illness. The Rebbe quoted these doctors as saying that even having bowel movements once every 24 hours was less than ideal. It was better to have bowel movements not more than once in two days. Only in cases where a person was constipated for several days was it necessary to treat him in order to open his bowels. In general, opening the bowels once every two days was the best for bodily health. The Rebbe spoke a great deal about this and made it clear that he inclined to the latter opinion. At any rate, he emphasized that people should not waste any time in the toilet trying to achieve total cleanliness. Four ninety nine. Once the Rebbe was speaking about trust, he said there are tzaddikim who do not keep money from one day to the next. Stories about this are told of quite a few of the great tzaddikim in earlier times, such as the Balshemtov, the Holy Rabbi Elimelech of Lezensk, and others. Each day they would distribute all the money they had in hand, and they never kept money with them from one day to the next. The Rebbe said that one had to be a bariyah, strong-willed, to have sufficiently strong trust to stand in this. The merest hint of wavering in this practice was no good. But there was a far higher level, and that was when the true tzaddik keeps the money with him. This was the far higher and more onerous devotion. The Rebbe himself did not follow the other practice, and he repeated several times that this one was far harder and more onerous. He gave us conclusive proof that the patriarchs used to keep money with them. For Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were all exceptionally wealthy. As soon as Jacob came to Shechem, he immediately purchased a tract of land. Genesis 33.19 Where did he have so much money? The same is true of Abraham when he bought the cave of Machpelah, Genesis twenty three sixteen. It is clear from other passages in the Torah and from midrashim that they kept money in hand. The Rebbe said that this devotion is more exalted and onerous, and is practiced by the greatest of the true tzaddikim, who are on a higher level. Rebbe Nachman's wisdom, his wisdom, two thirty five. Once he worried about the drinking water used during Pesach. He was afraid that a small amount of chametz, leaven, might have fallen into the well from which they drew water. The only alternative would be to prepare water in advance for the entire Pesach week, as some people do. But this also was not good enough, for the water had to be carefully safeguarded from leaven from the day before Pesach, and this was very difficult. The Rebbe finally came to the conclusion that that the only satisfactory water would be that drawn from a flowing spring, just as it emerges from the ground. He could then obtain perfectly fresh water without any possibility of its being contaminated. The problem was that the only such spring in the area was very far from his home. He thought about traveling to a place near a spring and spending Pesach there. This is an example of how deeply the Rebbe had become involved in unnecessary strictness. But now he ridiculed this and taught that such ultra-strictness is unnecessary, even on Pesach. When the Rebbe spoke about this, he continued, True devotion consists mainly of simplicity and sincerity. Pray much, study much Torah, do many good deeds. Do not worry yourself with unnecessary restrictions, just follow the way of our forefathers. The Torah was not given to the ministering angels. This is why people no longer study diktuk, the rules of grammar. People have abandoned it because this type of precision is not really necessary. This is true of all areas. You should not be overly precise in seeking out restrictions. The Rebbe spoke at length along these lines, concluding, There is nothing that you absolutely must do, and if not, if you can, fine, but if not, God exempts a person under duress. Vavakama twenty eight b. The alphabet book Compassion and Mercy. A eleven by praying for God's compassion, a person merits bringing together suitable marriage partners. Twelve. Anyone who judges others favourably merits celebrating the festivals properly. B one not pleading for mercy for a fellow Jew causes a person to fall into captivity. He can make amends by providing food for some living creature. 2. A person suffers a toothache because he has been cruel to animals. 3. Compassion is a segula for eliminating depression. 4. A person should avoid inflicting pain upon living creatures, as this will bring him harm. Kitzer L'Kutei Moharan. 2. Lesson number 7. 11. Malchut receives sustenance from the hands and hints that are present in the sea of wisdom. These are the hints that the sage conveys to his students, and within these hints radiate the makifim. For these hints allude to the lofty intellect of the sage, which he is not at liberty to reveal explicitly to his students, lest he draw down exalted makifim that should not be brought down. These makifim are described by the dictum The ultimate knowledge is to know that one knows nothing. Therefore, anyone who is also a man of valor and who hears the words of the sage receives this sustenance from the sage, and consequently, at the time that he is eating his sustenance, he can thereby merit an illumination of desire. This means that specifically at the time he is eating, he will be imbued with an enormous desire for God. He will desire, long, and yearn for God with an intense and mighty longing that is beyond all measure or understanding, to the point that he will not even know what it is that he wants, he will just experience a simple and overwhelming desire for God from the very depths of his soul. The explanation for this is that all of a person's eating is ultimately drawn from the makifim, which are also identified with the ultimate knowledge is to know that one knows nothing. One merits all this through the true Tzaddik and through his students who absorb the Tzaddik's holy knowledge. Therefore, each person must take pity on himself and plead before God with rivers of tears that he should merit to find a truly compassionate leader like this who can extricate him from his sins and bring him to all these things. 12. The Jewish people, a holy nation, given their lofty spiritual character and sensitivity, cannot bear the weight of sin upon themselves for even one day. This is why the Jewish people need the Holy Temple, because the daily offering of the morning would atone for the sins of the night, and the daily offering of the afternoon would atone for the sins of the day. Rashi on Isaiah one twenty one. This is also the reason why Moses, our teacher, gave himself over so totally for the Jewish people in asking God to forgive their sins. For he knew that it is absolutely impossible for the Jewish people to bear the burden of sins for even one day. Therefore, a person who has stumbled, God forbid, and who has committed some sin, must repent and beseech God for forgiveness and atonement, because a sin is a heavy burden indeed for a Jewish soul, and it is impossible for a Jewish soul to bear a weight like this for even one day. Rabbi Nachman's Stories The Melancholy Saint Finally, the tzaddik began to meditate on the fact that God had not created him as a heathen. This could certainly be the source of unlimited joy. It is impossible even to imagine the thousands of levels of separation between the lowest possible Israelite and the unclean spiritual level of the idolater. He pondered God's kindness that he did not make me a heathen and realized that this could be a source of great joy without any sadness. When a person tries to find joy in something that he himself did, it is possible to find sadness in every joy. No matter what he does, he can find shortcomings, and he will not be able to uplift himself and be happy. But in the fact that he did not make me a heathen, there is no sadness. This is from God. God made him the way he did, and had pity on him, not making him a heathen. Since this was God's deed, there are no shortcomings in it, and hence, there is no defect in this rejoicing. No matter what, there is an unimaginable difference between him and an idolater. Reb Letters, Year 1 Letter number 200 Compiler's Note This letter was written after Reb was banished from his home to Nemirov. With thanks to God, Monday, Tetze 5595, Nemirov Warm greetings to my beloved son, the apple of my eye, Rabbi Yitzchak, may his light shine. I have no news to tell you. You know everything that is happening in Breslov better than I do. And the bearer of this letter, Reb Nachman of Tulchin, will tell you what is happening here in Nemerov. Know this day and place it upon your heart. The Lord is God in Breslov and in Nemerov. His rulership is everywhere. Everything they have done to me is all for the good, thank God. And while I can remotely comprehend only a tiny fraction of this, I believe that the rest is all for the good in this world and the next forever. My brother Rebutel came at night from Breslov, and he told me about the enormous, bitter, and treacherous informing taking place there as they turned themselves over to the deepest pit of hell. By God's loving kindness, I was not frightened by it. To the contrary, thank God... I celebrate, rejoice, and exult over our portion and our lot. Now, now we ought to be saying Ashrenu, Ashreinu a thousand, ten thousand times a day. Our mouths should never stop saying Ashrenu. Happy are we that we know about this true tzaddik who enables us to feel a little of the sweetness of that praise, what it means to be able to say Ashreinu. All of Israel, and we among them, say it every day. But how few are they who notice it and who feel the sweet loveliness of the words they are pronouncing with their mouths. Praise God, who had compassion on us in His great and marvelous loving-kindness, so that we are not opponents, and we have drawn a little close to the point of truth, which allows us to summon our strength and to rejoice in the eternal goal. And most important is the holy belief in God and in the true tzaddikim. Ashrenu, happy are we, How good is our portion that we have merited to escape opponents of truth such as this, and to be in his portion and his lot forever! This is our share, this is our comfort in every hardship, this is our salvation and our hope in this world and the next eternally. Now I must certainly put forth many prayers and supplications and converse very much with my Creator concerning our enormous hardships and the grave danger we are facing. But more than this, we must strengthen ourselves to trust God, to wait for salvation, and to rejoice in our mighty hope. For thank God we have someone to lean on, and God will certainly not abandon us for the sake of his great name. Even when I am old and gray, God, do not abandon me until I declare declare your strength to the generation and your might to all who are to come. Your righteousness, God, reaches to the heavens." The words of your father, waiting for salvation at all times. Nussan of Breslov. Nussan's letters, year 2, letter number 453. With thanks to God, Sunday, Shemini, the 11th of Nisan, 5604, Breslov. Life, peace, happiness, and joy to my honorable friend, brother, and dear comrade, the learned and illustrious fruit of the Tzaddik tree of life, to the praiseworthy man of standing, Reb Abraham Bera may he live, Along with his wife, may she live, and all their children, may they live. May God give them long lives spent in goodness and pleasantness. May he merit to raise his children to chuppah and good deeds. Amen, may it be his will. Greetings as well to my friend, the illustrious man of standing, Rabbi may he live. Along with his wife, may she live, and their children, may they live. May they all live to a ripe old age, and may they flourish as a watered garden. Amen. May it be his will. I returned home shortly before Purim. Immediately after Purim, I sent you a letter, and I have yet to receive any response. No word and no money. I anxiously await your letter's arrival every day, along with the money which several people promised to send me for Pesach. Reb Moshe of Breslov obligated himself to take care of this matter, and it is incumbent upon you as well to oversee it but I have not yet seen a single word from you. Perhaps it is already on its way from there, but as yet I have received nothing. I sent another letter two weeks ago, and we have not received any reply. I have nothing new to report at the moment. I just ask you, if the money has not yet left your possession, or if part of it has, but not all of it, for the sake of the mitzvah, and for the sake of the strong bond of love which exists between us, Try with all your might to send it immediately, even on the intermediate days of the festival. Do not delay at all. My expenses at home, and in particular the Pesach expenses, are extremely high. I already informed you of the great tragedy that took place in my home, God spare us, that my daughter-in-law, the wife of my son, Reb David Svi, may he live, passed away. May her soul enjoy eternal life. Now my son is left a widower, and I have to marry him off again. He has a handicap, though, and you know what a high status I enjoy in the world. It is impossible to express all that is in my heart about all these various matters which surround me on every side. My eyes are constantly lifted to God until he takes pity on us for his name's sake. Besides all this, the expenses incurred by her illness and burial also amount to a considerable sum. May God comfort my son in everything, and may he soon save us in all that we need to be saved. Shemot Hatzadikim Ravhuna bar Bizna, Huna mar bar Maremar, Ravhunna mi Diskarta, Ravhunna hakohain ben Moshe bar Azur, Rabbi Abba Hunna hakohain, bi Rabbi Ovin, the father of Zira hakohain, Ravhuna bar Ovin, Ravhuna bar Ravhuna, the brother of Ravachai, Rabbi Hurani de Rabbi Shmuel bar Susarte Rabbi Herkunas bar Eliezer ben Hircanus Rabbi Hoshea bar Yair Rabbi Hinak Hillel Hazokain Hillel bar Gamliel Rabbi Hillel Bisman Rabbi, Hillel Hanasi berabbi Yehudanesea Rabbi Hillel Yehuda Rabbi Hillel ben Pazzi Rabbi Hillel Rabbi Vallas Rabbi Hillel Kafri Hillel Achua de Rabbi Gamliel Zavga Rabbi Hillel berei de Rabbi Shmuel bar Nachmeni. Hillel bar Nachmen. Rabbi Hillel bar Hilni. Rabbi Hillel bar Berachia, Rav Hillel chaver de Rav Ashi. Bar Hamduri. Rav Hamnuna Sava. Rav Hamnuna Sava in the Zohar. Rav Hamnuna, there were two of them. Rav Hamnuna Zuti. Rav Hamnuna de Rav Yosef. Rav Hamnuna de Ravami Pashrunya. Rav Hamun, Hamnuna Safra, Rav Hamnuna Bereder of Adabar Ahava. Rav Prayers 2, Prayer number 33 on the Moharan 2, 67 Every time that people become known and famous, but their name is not at all drawn from the name of God, and in fact the contrary is true, the name of God is hidden, and the names of the outside forces grow stronger, heaven forbid. Due to our many sins, the world has become deeply confused, until no one knows the truth. Who is truly following the Torah of Hashem so that his name is drawn from the name of God? And who is the opposite? And who confuses the two, good and evil, the bright lights and the fiery lights? We do not know what to do, and our eyes turn to you. In your compassion, help us rise every night, exactly at midnight, to mourn for the temple that was destroyed for our sins. As a result, may we arouse your compassion so that you will console us and gladden us soon and give the mourners of Zion beauty in place of ashes. May we subdue the fiery lights to the bright lights. May the holy name, the name of God, the name of the true tzaddikim, overcome the name of uncleanness, the names of the outside forces. May falsehood be nullified before truth. May the name of the true tzaddikim and their holy and awesome beauty Splendor and grace be revealed, magnified, and known throughout the world. May we be included in their name and in their glorious, beautiful holiness. May our eyes truly be opened so that we will truly look at ourselves clearly, at all of the four basic elements within us, in order to refine, purify, and sanctify them. May we look at all evil lusts and evil traits that are drawn from them, in order to separate them from evil and extract the good, and to attain all good traits and good deeds. May the holy tzaddikim draw holy and pure mindfulness onto us. May all of our four states of consciousness and all of our four basic elements be subsumed into the simple, holy, and awesome basic element, that being the tzaddik, the foundation of the world, the river emerging from Eden to water the garden. May everything be subsumed into your unique, great, holy, and awesome name. Quickly and swiftly redeem us and build our beautiful temple. Our King, may your name be magnified, sanctified, blessed, praised, beautified, elevated, and exalted in the mouth of every living being, always and forever. Help us keep the mitzvah of tefillin fully, with great holiness and purity, with fear and love, with joy and a good heart. May the holiness of the mind be drawn unto us by means of the source of the beauty of the holy and awesome tefillin, from the head of the house who fills the houses of the holy tefillin with holy mindfulness, wisdom, understanding, knowledge, and all skillful work. Holy Mindfulness Help us greet every Shabbat with great joy. May we delight in the Shabbat with all of our strength and rejoice on every Shabbat with truly great joy. By means of the holiness of the Holy Shabbat, help us in your compassion to draw the holy mindfulness of the head of the house, which is the Shabbat of every day, onto ourselves. As a result, may we truly return to you and be subsumed into your great name that is partnered with our name, and rectify all of the blemishes with which we defaced your great name. Eradicating evil of every sort. In your vast compassion, guard us and rescue us from every type of illness, discomfort, and pain that is drawn from the names of uncleanness and the outside forces, heaven forbid, which are called fiery lights. Our Father in heaven, ruler over everything, guarding your nation, the Jewish people, forever. Guard us and rescue us from them. May your great name stand against them. Subdue, break, crush, and nullify the fiery lights before the bright lights. May the name of uncleanness, the names of the outside forces, be eradicated from the world. And may the holy name be magnified in the world. In the merit of the holiness of the Shabbat, spread the sukkah of your peace over us. Guard us, our money, and our homes from any type of damage or loss in the physical and spiritual realms that are drawn from the fiery lights. Rescue all of the houses of your nation, the house of Israel, from burning fire. Hashem, guard them always from fires and from every type of harm. We are unable to guard them, so we rely on you alone. Have compassion on us and on your entire nation, the Jewish people, from now on. Guard our houses and all of our possessions from fire. In your compassion, help us so that the fiery lights will not have any hold or power over us, heaven forbid, not over our bodies, not over our souls, and not over our possessions. Instead, may we always be subsumed into the bright lights that are subsumed into your holy name. The Beautiful etrog Help us keep the mitzvah of the etrog and the four species perfectly in its time, as is proper. May we always have a beautiful, kosher, lovely etrog that exhibits every type of beauty with ultimate perfection and loveliness. Reveal the beautiful glory of the holiness of your nation, the Jewish people. In particular, the beautiful, magnificent loveliness of the holiness of the tzaddikim and truly worthy people. May everyone in the world yearn and pine to be subsumed into them, to be subsumed into their name and beauty. May all those who have come into the world walk upon their paths to truly perform your will all of their days forever. Master of the world, our King and our God, compassionately fulfill our requests. Help us achieve everything that we have asked of you so that we will truly be subsumed into your great and holy name forever and ever. May we always magnify and sanctify your great name. May the verse be realized, Nations will fear the name of Hashem, and all kings of the earth your glory. May the name of Hashem be blessed from now and forever. Help us, God of our salvation, on account of the honor of your name. Rescue us and grant atonement for our sins for the sake of your name. Blessed is Hashem, God, God of Israel, who alone does wonders, And blessed is the name of His glory forever. And may His glory fill the entire earth. Amen and Amen.